Good morning, listeners. Welcome to Leadership Lessons for Sport Managers, a podcast that discusses how popular leadership books connect to leadership theories and how sport managers could use the lessons in these books in their personal and professional lives. This is your host, Ty Rogers, and today we will be discussing the book titled Leadership is an Art by Max Dupree, which was first published in 1987 when the author retired as CEO of Herman Miller. The purpose of today's episode is to highlight what leadership is, what makes a good leader in the eyes of the author, and to make valuable connections to other leadership values, which will help exemplify how today's sport managers could use the lessons discussed in their professional and personal lives. The late Max Dupree, who passed away in 2017, was the former CEO of the highly regarded furniture company, Herman Miller. Dupree was beloved by almost everyone he came in contact with. According to the Herman Miller website, the company nearly tripled its sales and was frequently cited as most admired by Fortune magazine while under Dupree's reign. Herman Miller also regularly appeared in lists of best companies to work for in the United States. Throughout the book, Dupree highlights numerous attributes that a leader could must possess. The main idea and description of leadership in the eyes of Dupree is liberating people to do what is required of them in the most effective and humane way possible. He views leaders as listeners and servants of their followers, and that one is only a leader if their followers succeed. I found this book to be a refreshing interpretation of leadership from the viewpoint of someone outside the sport industry. However, there were many important lessons I learned that I can, apply, can be applied to professionals within sports. Moving forward, I'm going to emphasize what the author describes as good leadership, what makes someone a good leader, and how this connects to other readings and discussions on the topic of leadership. Getting into our discussion at hand, this book is extremely detailed and includes numerous attributes to what makes a great leader and what good leadership is, so I'm going to try to highlight the most important aspects from within it. The most important idea behind good leadership that the author Max Dupree discusses throughout the book is that leaders are servants of their followers and that they remove the obstacles that prevent them from doing their jobs. So in short, the true leader enables his or her followers to realize their full potential. We often think of leaders within sports as coaches or talented players who lead their teams to victory, but I believe we do not consider enough that truly great leaders bring out the best in everyone around them through serving their followers and what is best for them. Thinking back to a discussion in class, we were asked to think of leaders within sports. Numerous groups deemed figures such as Michael Jordan and LeBron James as the epitome of good leaders. However, these two incredibly successful basketball players have had their fair share of criticism in regard to their leadership traits. For example, in a 2020 article from Insider.com, Scott Davis explained how Jordan was tough and demanding of his teammates in order to test and prepare them for actual games. LeBron James, on the other hand, has been known to go above and beyond to keep teammates together off the court and strengthen relationships. However, both James and Jordan have been accused of alienating teammates through their leadership methods. I thought this was a fantastic example of how athletes, 
or anyone in the sport industry for that matter can possess different types of leadership but ultimately can still be aimed at helping their followers realize their full potential criticism may follow the greatest athletes in the world but how are we to question their methods if these types of servant leadership effectively produce results our coursework also presented a 2014 article titled sport and ethos based on values and servant leadership which highlighted a section on servant leadership the author joy Decini credits and discusses a 2013 article by Burton and Wilty Peachy called The Call for Servant Leadership in Intercollegiate Athletics. Decini goes on to say in the article, focusing on the relationship of the leader and follower, servant leadership allows the leader to consider the needs of followers and to serve follow- followers initially, not to lead first. I thought this point connected with the book Leadership is an Art and Dupree's view that good leadership is when a leader is a servant of their followers. Decini continued with his discussion of servant leadership and went on to say, with the emphasis on the welfare of the followers, so athletes and employees, building trust, integrity, authenticity, and inclusion, servant leadership is congruent with the moral values discussed previously and helps bring athletes to understand the importance of developing values, which in turn attribute to character. So this representation of servant leadership closely aligned with Max Dupree's views of good leadership and what makes a good leader. Within his book, Leadership as an Art, Dupree hit on these attributes that Decini discussed throughout the article. For example, Dupree <clears throat> explained that In order to become a good leader, we must abandon ourselves to the strength of others. This was in order for the leaders to build trust in their relationship with their followers. We can apply this to the professional lives of sport practitioners as well. When we think about professional sport teams, we know that there must be trust between upper-level management, the coach, and all the way down to the players. Leaders at each level of this hierarchy must rely and trust in the abilities of their followers in order to be successful. Dupree also talked about inclusion and diversity, which are both extremely important aspects to good leadership. He highlights the fact that we must know the people who work for us, for and with us, as he stated, is a fundamental that leaders endorse a concept of persons. This begins with an understanding of the diversity of people's gifts, talents, and skills. So I thought this was an extremely prevalent point, and it illustrates how good leaders should recognize each of their followers' gifts and include them where they are most likely to succeed. My final point in this segment coincides with Decini's discussion of servant leadership and the aspect of integrity. Leadership as an art considers integrity to be one of the most important characteristics of a good leader. Throughout the book, Dupree exhibits the importance of good leaders to possess integrity and to hold themselves accountable. In order to become a truly become truly accountable, leaders must actually care for what they are doing. I believe sometimes we see a lack of accountability within the sport industry. To apply this to the personal lives of sport professionals, Individuals within the sport industry must personally understand the goals and motivations that drive them. Once this is understood, they as leaders can actually care about what they are working towards and ultimately take initiative and accountability. 
Please stay with us as we take a short commercial break for our sponsors. Welcome back, listeners. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, As we continue our discussion of good leadership and what makes someone a good leader, it may be beneficial to discuss a few aspects of emotional intelligence and how they relate to leadership. Another article from our coursework on leadership allowed us to read about emotional intelligence. The 2013 article written by Robert Schneider called Emotional Intelligence, the Overlooked Component of Sport Leadership, helped give an understanding of how emotional intelligence is an important aspect to leadership. Schneider defines emotional intelligence by citing Salvoy and Meyer from 1990 as the ability to monitor one's own and others' feelings and emotions, to discriminate among them, and to use this information to guide one's thinking and actions. Schneider goes on to say emotional intelligence matters greatly when it comes to selecting, promoting, and developing leaders because the top levels of large organizations have already been sifted for intellect and expertise. So this point connected extremely well with one of Max Dupree's attributes of good leaders. In Leadership as an Art, the author Dupree explains that leaders are responsible for future leadership and must develop, identify, and nurture future leaders. I think this is a great example and connection to the professional lives of sport professionals. Uh, We often view leaders for their roles in being responsible for massive accomplishments, such as wheeling a team to a championship or maybe an athletic director coordinating a successful financing of a new stadium or facility. What we often overlook is their ability to give their followers advice and freedom to succeed in their roles throughout these projects. They may not realize it at the time, but these are critical points within a sport organization because these leaders are helping prepare for the future by nurturing their followers. This also goes along with another point Dupree makes in the book that leaders are always continuing to learn. Dupree explains that good leaders are open to contrary opinions from others and learn from the mistakes they make. Occasionally, we witness individuals in leadership roles within the sport industry that have an inability to listen to others and only view their own ideas as correct. They also may only blame others for mistakes they make and not take accountability for their own actions. I've personally seen this um, through internships uh, in the sport industry, so I'm sure other people also have, have experiences with this as well. So for these types of individuals seen throughout sports, it is ultimately it ultimately may come down to their personal tendencies and beliefs. An article discussed in class from 2000 and written by Daniel Goldman called Leadership That Gets Results outlined the capabilities of emotional intelligence and how each is represented within the six styles of leadership. Two of the capabilities of emotional intelligence are self-management and social awareness. I believe in this instance, it is important for sport professionals to personally reflect on self-management and social awareness and to to determine how their leadership is perceived by others. 
Sport professionals should personally reflect and ask questions that relate to self-management, such as, do I employ honesty and integrity and hold myself accountable for my own actions? Or ask questions relating to social awareness, such as, am I taking an active interest in others' concerns? Of course, it's probably important for leaders within the sport industry to personally reflect on the other two capabilities of emotional intelligence, but in this instance, self-management and social awareness correlate more effect efficiently with Dupree's idea that good leaders are open to contrary opinions and learn from their mistakes. If a sport professional can reflect personally on their leadership traits through emotional intelligence, they can begin to hear others' ideas and opinions and own up to their mistakes and ultimately learn from them. There were many takeaways from the book Leadership as an Art, but one of my favorite points that Max Dupree discusses is that the best people working for organizations are like volunteers. Dupree explains that volunteers choose to work for organizations for reasons less tangible than salary or position. He says that volunteers do not need contracts, but instead they need covenants. Good leaders must help create covenantal relationships for their followers by creating a hospitable environment that enables participation and inclusion. This point really should be stood out to me because it applies to us as future sport practitioners and those that are currently working in the sport industry. We have had a several discussions this semester about what we intend to do after we complete graduate school, and some of my peers already know their path within the sport industry, whereas some of my other classmates may be uncertain. However, the underlying similarity between all of my classmates' desires to work within the sport industry is the passion for sport itself. I thought this was a great point that Dupree talks about that can be applied to the professional lives of sport practitioners because leaders in the sport industry almost, in a sense, have it far less difficult to create this so-called covenantal relationship because more often than not their followers enter, their, enter the sport industry because of their passion for sports and their goal to enjoy their job every single day. A sport professional still must create a hospitable environment as a good leader. However, it makes their job a lot easier when their followers come into the industry as volunteers because of their love for sports. I personally strive to work within the sport industry because I want enjoyment out of my job and the feeling that I don't have to work a day in my life because of this idea that Dupree refers to as a volunteer. I think one can almost make the point that this idea could relate to the personal lives of sport professionals as well. Leaders within the sport industry can personally ask themselves if they feel like a volunteer or if they love their job enough to consider it a job at all. I believe leaders with this type of passion towards their career are individuals that everyone should strive to work for. As we go, grow and mature and look ahead to our future occupations, it may be important as future sport practitioner and a leader to ponder whether or not we personally view ourselves as volunteers and also how we can professionally help build covenantal relationships for our followers so that they can view themselves as volunteers of an organization as well. Throughout the podcast, we have discussed and considered numerous attributes to what makes a good leader and what good leadership 
is utilizing the literature from the book Leadership is an Art, as well as other sources that deal with the topic of leadership. Many of these thoughts can be applied to the personal and professional lives of sport practitioners. Sport practitioners can implement the ideas of leadership from Max Dupree by actively serving their followers in their professional lives in order to help those followers reach their full potential. Thoughts from Max Dupree on leadership can also be integrated into the personal lives of sport professionals by their ability to reflect on their leadership traits to gain a better understanding of how their actions affect and are perceived by others. We have learned that good leaders are servants to their followers and that good leadership is liber liberating people to help, do, help them do what is required of them in the most effective and humane way possible. I hope you all have enjoyed listening to the podcast and were able to take some knowledge about leadership away from this segment and can apply it to your own lives. Until next time, this is Ty Rogers, and thank you for listening to Leadership Lessons for Sport Managers.